morning. I'm Pastor Nick. Welcome to our Rosewood Church of the Nazarene family. We hope today's message will be a help to you. May God bless you. My friends, would you turn in your Bibles now to 2 Kings chapter 22. 2 Kings chapter 22 for the message. There was a man whose name was King Josiah. He lived and ruled the nation of Judah, which was a part of what we normally call the Holy Land, about 2,600 years ago. That was a long time ago, but the life lessons that we learn from King Josiah are very, very pertinent, very relevant to your life and mine this very day, this very week, at this point in our lives. Some years after Josiah became king of Judah, he became convicted that the people in his nation were not living the way they should and that they were very much displeasing God. After a part of the Bible was found in the temple in Jerusalem and the Bible portion was read to him, King Josiah was shocked. He was shocked by what the Bible said. And 2 Kings chapters 22 and 23 record for us the huge changes he began to make in his country because of what he heard from the Bible portion that they found hidden in the temple of Jerusalem. Josiah began to reform and spiritual revival began to come to the nation of Judah. Look at the first two verses of 2 Kings 22, 1 and 2. Why don't you just stand, stand for a moment here. It says, Josiah was eight years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 31 years. His mother was Jedidah, the daughter of Adiah from Bozkath. He did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight and followed the example of his ancestor David. He did not turn away from doing what was right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for King Josiah, and we thank you for this part of your Holy Bible. Open up our minds and hearts to what you want us to know, to act upon, to be transformed by, to be impacted by, and to live out in our daily lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Feel free to be seated. In a previous message, the first lesson or question that we considered was, how will you and I be remembered? We're talking about life lessons from King Josiah, part two today. And in a previous message, we talked about how will you and I be remembered. I spoke of how King Josiah is remembered as a person who, quote, did what was pleasing in 
the Lord's sight. He did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. His father and his grandfather, however, are remembered as men who did what was evil, quote, did what was evil in the Lord's sight. And I asked us the question in the previous message, how will you be remembered? We come now to a second question today, and it is this. How did King Josiah turn out to be so different from his father and grandfather? When I say King Josiah turned out to be so different from his father and grandfather, <clears throat> I'm re referring, of course, to how in 2 Kings 22, verse 2, it says, King Josiah did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. Right? Uh, maybe you can go ahead and, and show that verse from the first point. Uh, technicians can show that. All right? Josiah did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. But in regards to his father, King Ammon, A-M-O-N, or King Ammon, 2 Kings 21, verse 20 says, he did what was evil. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight. And in regards to his grandfather, King Manasseh, M-A-N-A-S-S-E-H, 2 Kings 21, verses, verse 2 says, he did what was evil in the Lord's sight. So, think about it. We have this huge contrast between young King Josiah and his father and grandfather. How did King Josiah, who grew up in a family where the father and the grandfather did evil, how did this, this young man turn out to be so different? Josiah grew up in a very dysfunctional, evil family. That's what the Bible tells us. However, in 2 Kings chapter 23, if you were to read it, it says, it says this beautiful statement, says, Never before had there been a king like Josiah who turned to the Lord with all his heart and soul and strength, obeying all the laws of Moses, and there has never been a king like him since. Isn't that a beautiful reference to Josiah? Never before had there been a king like Josiah who turned to the Lord with all his heart and soul and strength. So think with me. How did King Josiah turn out to be so different from his father and grandfather? Here is a little clue in answering that question. That clue, I believe, is in the second half of 2 Kings chapter 22, verse 1, where it says, His mother was Jedidah. 
His mother was Jedidah, the daughter of Adiah from Buzkath. His mother was Jedidah. Why don't you say her name with me? Jedidah. Oh, come on. Okay, here, one, two, three. Jedidah. Yes, Jedidah. So, the only time she is actually mentioned in the Bible is once, here in 2 Kings 22, 1. And for your interest, Jedidah means beloved. It means beloved or amiable. Beloved and amiable. Beloved means what? Dearly loved. Dearly loved. And amiable means having a friendly and pleasant manner. Right? So Jedidah is uh, a lovely name for any little girl. Some of you, some of you who will be having a little girl in the future might consider calling your child Jedidah. The only problem with that name is uh, probably you'll end up not calling her Jedidah. You'll probably end up calling her Jed, which some might interpret as a boy. And so that's another story there that you have to reconsider. But anyway, we are not told very much. We're not told very much about Josiah's mother, Jedidah. But I believe that she, she was smart enough to realize that the evil in her country, which her husband, King Ammon, had promoted, I believe she realized that was not the way life should be lived. And I'm confident that when King Ammon's own officials assassinated him in his own palace, after being king for only two years, I think it would have been a wake-up call for, for Queen Jedidah if she wasn't already serving the Lord. I also imagine that Jedidah would, would have been very bothered by the evil, by the evil which, which her father-in-law, King Manasseh, had, had promoted in their country for 55 years. 55 years. So although Jedidah's husband and father-in-law had left God out of their lives and out of the country, and in fact did evil in God's sight, I believe Jedidah truly, truly sought the Lord and that she influenced her son, Josiah, to also seek the Lord. And so indeed, I believe the main reason Josiah became what he did was because of the beautiful and powerful influence of his mother. Amen? I was reading an author. The strange thing was I could not even, uh, unfortunately, I, could, I couldn't even find the, uh, the name. But I was reading an author who, uh, who said this about Jedidah. He said, I see a woman who was also a wife and a mother whose husband did everything against God, yet somehow she remained faithful to God. Here she is. Obviously her views were different from that of Ammon's. That's her husband, the king, who was assassinated. 
Yet she continued to honor God silently in her life and upbringing of her son, Josiah. And he says, I wonder if she consulted with men of God and longed for the day when God would be openly worshipped again and the idols and the false worship destroyed. I wonder if her desires for God influenced her son, he says. I wonder why Josiah leaned into God and not into Ammon's, his father, his father's ways. He says, something influenced Josiah. It influenced Josiah so much that he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord and followed the example of his ancestor David. He did not turn away from doing what was right. All right. Here are some very important lessons to be learned from the fact that King Josiah turned out to be so different from his evil father and grandfather. Lesson number one is this. The spiritual influence of a godly mother, grandmother, or aunt on a child can be very powerful. Can be very powerful. This isn't Mother's Day, I understand. But, but because this comes up in this, in this uh, life experience of Josiah, I have to address this. Ladies, ladies, for many children, the main spiritual influence will come from you, mom, from you, grandma, from you, auntie, or from some other, other woman in a child's life. I want to express appreciation to the many of you ladies, some married, some who are single, who are making a spiritual difference in the lives of children, in the lives of children. Well, there's a second lesson that we can learn from the fact that King Josiah um, turned out to be so different from his evil father and grandfather, and it is this. The second lesson is this. You do not have to follow in the bad or evil ways of a particular family member. Okay? Get that, please. You don't have to follow in the bad or evil ways of a certain family member. Sometimes, sometimes a person will say, well, you know, my, my father or my mother was an alcoholic or a drug addict, and I'm just kind of following in their footsteps. The good news is, there is probably someone praying for you. There's likely someone praying for you, and you can break free. You can break free from the alcoholism, the drug addiction, the addiction to pornography or other addictions, whatever. Sometimes people will say, well, you know, I can't, I can't help but lie, cheat, steal, put people down, stab people in the back, spread gossip, swear, you know. That's how my family was. No, 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 you don't, you don't, have, to, you don't have to live that way, okay? Don't use, don't use an excuse like, well, well, it runs in my family. Just as Josiah broke free, broke free from the evil and unbelief which ran in his family, you too can break the cycle. You can break the cycle, amen? Right.
The Lord can help you to change your heart. The Lord can change your heart and mind and you can break free from the ungodliness with the Lord's help. It happened, it happened with, with Josiah's family, with him. It can happen with any of us. And the question is, will you let the Lord transform you? Will you let the Lord transform you? Amen. Okay, let's go back to 2 Kings 22, verse 1, uh, where we are told that Josiah was eight years old when he became king. Obviously, an eight-year-old child is not ready to govern. Uh, have any of you had a child at age eight that could rule a country? Any of you? Any of you? Any of you? Um, no, I don't see any hands. That, that's good. Uh, glad. That tells me you're thinking normally, okay? Um, Josiah was eight years old, the Bible says, when he became king. And clearly an eight-year-old is not able to govern. At that age, Josiah was probably playing with the latest toys, the latest toys that his mother could purchase. Uh, what, what are some of today's latest toys that your kids want? What are they? Barbie dolls, Nintendo Switch, Hot Wheels, Lego, Slime, Play-Doh, Viewfinders, Magic Cubes, LCD writing boards, light up, light up soccer balls, Paw Patrol items. Bria helped me with some of these ideas. And, and so, so did uh, Google. I, I don't know a lot of these toys, to be honest with you. <laughs> but a lot of your parents know them, right? Right, right, parents, you, you know them. Mommy, I need this, I need this. Right, right. When Josiah first technically became king after his father's death, most likely initially his mother, Queen Jedidah, along with the other government officials, led the country. And as young King Josiah got older, his mother would, would have allowed him to make more decisions. The Bible tells us that when Josiah was age 16, he began to really seek the Lord. That's what the Bible tells us. And by the way, in Josiah's day, which was about 2,600 years ago, boys were considered men at age 12. Just for your interest, in those days, Boys were considered men at age 12. By age 16, Josiah understood the responsibility of his office as king. He understood what it was to be king. Maybe as he turned 16, Josiah realized more and more that he needed God's help to rule his country. Make sense? Uh, by the way, it was, it was also when I too was age 15 and 16 that I, I started to truly seek the Lord, and so did a bunch of you folks as well. The commentator, the commentator in the Life Application Study Bible says this. He says, 
Even at this young age of 16, Josiah showed greater wisdom than many of the older kings who came before him because he had decided to seek the Lord God and his wisdom. He says, don't let your age hinder you from serving God. Young people, whether you are sweet 16 or younger or older, it is always, it is always time, it is always appropriate to seek the Lord. Amen? It is always possible and much needed to seek the Lord no matter what age we're at and especially during the teenage years. It is wise to seek the Lord. And 1 Chronicles chapter 22, verse 19 says this. It says, Now seek the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. Isn't that beautiful? In 1 Chronicles 28, verse 9, King David is speaking to Solomon. And David says this. He says, And Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. If you seek him, you will find him. And then in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 33, Jesus speaks these words. Jesus says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Amen? Amen? James 4, 8 declares, come close to God and God will come close to you. My friends, King Josiah at the age of 16 really began to seek after the Lord. Are you and I, are you and I truly seeking after the Lord no matter what age, no matter what age you and I are at? Huh? Are you seeking after the Lord? Or are you and I more concerned, more concerned about seeking after the latest and the newest gadgets, whether it's a phone, a TV, a car, whatever? Are you more concerned about seeking after the newest car, the, the biggest house, the biggest bank account, the most popularity? Jesus said, seek the kingdom of God, uh, of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Isn't that a beautiful promise? Right? Right? Amen. Go ahead. Yes. I want you to further notice how King Josiah progressed spiritually. At age 16, Josiah began to really seek the Lord. As he began to seek the Lord, he began to realize that many of the things going on in his country of Judah and in the city of Jerusalem were wrong, and they were displeasing to God. Second Chronicles 34 verse 3 tells us how at age 20, at age 20, 
Josiah began to purify Judah and Jerusalem, destroying all the pagan shrines, the Asherah poles, and the carved idols, and cast images. And then at age 26, according to 2 Kings 22, verses 3 to 7, and then at age 26, he ordered repairs to the temple in Jerusalem. He realized that the main place of worship had been neglected. It had been neglected by the previous kings and the time had come to do a major renovation project. Parts of the temple were falling apart. And he said, we need, we need to fix up God's house. And as they were repairing the temple, 2 Kings 22 verse 8 says, Hilkiah the high priest said, I have found the book of the law in the Lord's temple. The book of the law was either the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, all right? Or it might have been just Deuteronomy that they found. Scholars are not sure whether it was all first five books of the Bible or maybe just Deuteronomy. 2 Kings chapter 22, verse 11 says, when the king heard what was written in the book of the law, he tore his clothes in despair. The commentator in the Life Application Study Bible says, when Josiah heard the law, he tore his clothes in despair. He immediately instituted reforms. With just one reading, with just one reading of God's law, he changed the course of the nation. Earlier in this message, I spoke of how the spiritual influence of a godly woman on a child can be very powerful. If you are a woman or a man today who would like to come and pray for the Lord to continue to use you to have a beautiful spiritual influence upon your own children, and upon the boys and girls of other families. I want you to feel free to come in a moment. Come and spend some moments in prayer at the altar, kneeling or standing. Some of you, some of you may want to simply come to pray and thank the Lord for the person or, or persons who had a great spiritual impact upon your life. Earlier in the message, I also spoke of how Josiah broke free. Josiah broke free from the evil and unbelief which ran in his family. And you too can break the cycle. The Lord can change your heart and break the cycle of ungodliness in your life and your family. You can come and pray as well and say, Lord, change my heart. I need victory over whatever it is. Earlier in this message, we also discovered how at the age of 16, King Josiah really sought the Lord. As 1 Chronicles 22:19 19 says, now seek the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. Will you seek the Lord? Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. We are almost out of time. This is Pastor Nick Stavropoulos. 
If you would like to hear and or watch the whole message, please go to our website, rosewoodchurch.ca. Our biggest concern is that you trust in Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. I encourage you to pray this simple prayer. Lord, forgive me for my sins. I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for my sins. I believe Jesus rose from the grave and is now in heaven, preparing a place for all of us who believe. Today, I receive Jesus as my Savior and Lord. In Christ's name, I pray. Amen. If you would like to contact us at Rosewood Church of the Nazarene, our phone number is 416-298-9932. Our email is office at rosewoodchurch.ca. This ministry is supported financially by people like you. If you would like to make a donation, you can send your gift by e-transfer to offerings at rosewoodchurch.ca. That's O-F-F-E-R-I-N-G-S at rosewoodchurch.ca. Or you can mail your check to Rosewood Church of the Nazarene, 657 Milner Avenue, Scarborough, Ontario, Thank you for giving to support this preaching and teaching ministry. I'm Pastor Nick, wishing you God's blessings throughout this week. Amen.